Welcome to the To Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is the podcast where I attempt to get through the 139 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother, Andrew. Hey. And my husband, Dylan, is our sound recordist. Hello. Oh, it's British. In honor of our episode today. In honor of our episode today. It was equally parts British and American. (laughs) So this week, we're going to be covering sort of, I would classify the book of the summer. A lot of people on Bookstagram are loving it. It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. I was just to guess from the cover, it's about uh, two dapper men who don't like each other. Yeah. Okay, cool. But do Sounds they really boring. like each other, though? Oh, do they Oh, do they secretly like each other? Secretly. I'm fooling with you. I know what this book is about because <laughs> you told us on an earlier episode. All right. So this one's a mini-sode versus being on a regular episode because I just couldn't wait for it to be chosen at random. I had to pick it up. I had to read it right away. And, you know, I read it in just a matter of hours. It was one of those that I picked up and read essentially on a plane ride. Wow. Um, so that's why I call it extra credit. You might call it cheating. But, you know. I was thinking more like sometimes books like that Especially books that I can kind of blast through. I think of like as candy books right. in my head. Candy and even book. That, that even, it even looks like candy. It's like the color of like Cotton strawberry candy. taffy. Yeah. yeah. It's like nice, pretty pink. Mm-hmm. Well, Bailey, um, you smell books. Have you tried licking this one? Yeah. Or like taking a bite? She's doing it. Ooh, I'm smelling it. It smells really good. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like the Prince of England? No, it smells like a new book. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, sorry. That's yeah. weird. No, that's not weird. Uh, so, yeah, it's a candy book because we've been I've been reading, you know, Freedom, Wind Up Bird Chronicle, Cloud Atlas. I needed something say fun. It. Say what you really want to say you've been reading. Anna Karenina. Oh, oh, oh. the first one. You know I've been reading? Anna Karenina. <laughs> <laughs> that was months ago, Toby. Mm. No, no, you're right. You've mentioned it on plenty of episodes since. <laughs> you're right. I will never stop mentioning it. That's <laughs> true. Okay, so this is a candy book. It was really fun, and I thought we should cover it. And we should have our own episode because everybody's talking about it, and people want to know. People want to know, what do I think about it? The people demand to yeah, know. The people demand it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my log line that I wrote. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> a queer rom-com that explores what might happen if the son of the President of the United States fell in love with the Prince of England. Nice. Yeah, that's concise. That's to the point. Yeah, accurate. Mm. Representative. Maybe one, maybe one more sentence about how it smells and you'll be good to go. <laughs> so we got two characters. We got Alex Claremont Diaz. He's the son of the president of the United States. The president is a woman, the first one ever, which is, I mean, not to get political, but nice to see. Um, and uh, <laughs> Good luck not getting political <laughs> right, in, on this uh, one. about this book. Um, and then his sort of... Mr. Darcy, because they hate each other at first, guys. They have a feud at first. I can tell that by the cover. By the cover. Mm-hmm. His name is Prince Henry. It's a much longer name, but I don't want to spoil that for people reading it. But essentially, it's Prince Henry. He's blonde. He's like very uptight, very royal. He's characterized a lot like Prince William. I don't know if you guys were ever a, a child in like the early 90s. or uh, 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 Sorry. If you were ever <laughs> no. a, a young girl in the 90s, Okay. I, I can't say that I was. Okay. I don't remember the early 90s very well, so who's to say? Oh, but I don't, I don't know if you were a young girl in the early 90s either. I don't even want to say young girl. I want to say, like, attracted to men in the 90s. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair so You can just say alive of... in the 90s, because men can appreciate a hot man, too, Look. even if they're straight. Well, I don't know if you were alive in the 90s and 2000s and had 
posters of Prince William around in your friend <laughs> in, in your room or in your friend's room. No. You put it posters? up in your friend's room, like Bailey? A, like a movie poster? <laughs> no, I've never seen a poster of any royalty oh. in America. Wait, really? Really? What, okay. I'm still like, caught like up that a, you like had a friend who had the poster and you all like visited it, which is what yeah, it sounds wait, like it, from that I, sentence. Yeah. No, it's, it's more like... Yours or your friends? Okay, you know when you're a teenager girl. Stop saying you know. Nobody <laughs> knows this but you. These are your stories. You just got to own them. Okay, you know when you're... Stop t- it. <laughs> when I was a... Young woman. That's okay. What you say. Okay. Um, women, young women, <laughs> often, you know, <laughs> go through um, like a Teen People or like a Seventeen magazine or like Tiger a Beat. Tiger Beat and cut out images of like dudes or girls that they find hot, right, and make mm-hmm. a collage on their wall. Yes. Yes. Are you picturing this? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, yeah, I've seen a movie. Yeah. Okay. So picture. Picture this, Prince William. Really? Like, one oh, of your, yeah. so one of your friends was so into Prince William that they made a collage. No, okay. So we ha- would have him in our collages, you know? Oh, okay. He'd be yeah. like a hot guy. One of the hot guys. Okay. However, there was a girl, I will not say her name because I do not want to out her, but she... <laughs> Is this such a terrible thing to... No, well, I don't know that she would want people He's to say married this. married now. No. <laughs> <laughs> she... Um, we were all applying to colleges, right? And Prince William is around our same age. Mm-hmm. She was a year above me. She applied and attended the, uh, what's it called? St. Andrews. Andrews in, Sc- in Scotland with hope of meeting him. Oh, wow. So you see why I don't want to out her. I mean. It's a good school, too. It. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's school, a- too. But, like, there were people that, like, wanted to marry. You went to school with Kate Middleton? <laughs> <laughs> she is a commoner. And, you know, two commoners, well, I guess, does Meghan Markle count as a commoner? She's an yes, actress. definitely. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't have a title, so she's That's a commoner. That's true. Well, they both, they both hooked those princes, you know, so it could have been any of us. Wow. Interesting word, hooked. Can we go further into that, <laughs> Bailey? What do you think these women did to hook these guys? I choose well. to believe that this is all beautiful mutual love, and you're just t- trashing my worldview, Bailey. Okay, but we all know this how... podcast is taking a surprising turn. <laughs> Anyway, red, white, and royal blue. So we're picturing this Prince William, right? We're picturing this... Hunk. Hunk. We're picturing... hunk is not the right word. Well, it's a British like hunk, so it's a brunk. Yeah, brunk. brunk. A hot British dude. Mm-hmm. It's called um, a scone. Scone, actually. <laughs> Sorry, scone. <laughs> we're picturing that... So he's a, he's a total scone. <laughs> total scone. Um, then we're picturing the first son of America, right? But he's, like, also hot. <laughs> Eric Trump. No, <laughs> no, Dylan. Okay, so lots of like hair gel, but slicked straight back, right? Oh no. Okay, okay, but like, imagine that he's like um, half Hispanic and like really smart and like really woke and like feminist. Okay. okay. How old right. are we talking? We're talking. They're both about to graduate college. Okay. Like early twenties. Oh, that's the hottest time. It's the hottest. I agree. It's the hottest time. Anyway, they don't like each other because Alex, the first son, his sister used to have posters of Prince Henry, mm. and he like pretended to hate them but like secretly was like ooh la la ooh la la what a scone what a scone so he was really excited to meet him for the first time but when he met him at the Olympics Prince Henry just was like oh get him out of my face I don't want to talk to him and mm. so from then on they were like at odds okay we picturing Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. cut to romance develops <laughs> because there's a meet cute that's really adorable that's perfect for any rom-com fan that involves a royal wedding and a cake. Mm. I don't want to give it away. Then, Dylan, 
What hap- right. What do you think happens with this cake? Ooh. They both lean on the cake and knock <laughs> it over. Yeah, they both lean into the cake and smoosh it between their bodies, and then they're covered in cake. That's pretty close to what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yes, Dylan. I have some plot ideas to talk to you about later. Okay, so so that's the essential concept. I won't go more into it because I do not want to spoil it. You guys should all read this book. Spoiler alert. Five stars. Five stars? Five stars. Five, five stars. Five, stars. Five, five, five whole stars. Five, five whole scones. Five whole scones. It's got an insane rating on Goodreads, like something like 4.5 or something. Yeah, Goodreads loves it. I love it. Here's why I love it. Ready? Mm. You ready for this? Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, great rom-com setup. Awesome meet cute. Great, like, hate turn love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Two hot scones. Mm-hmm. Well, a hot scone and a hot hamburger. Okay. He's covered in ketchup. He wears a piece of lettuce. His eyes are pickles. <laughs> <laughs> so we got both the romance and the comedy. There's a lot of really funny moments. Like, um, there's one involving a turkey for, like, the pardoning of the turkey that's really funny. Then there's a lot of really sweet romance. A lot of their romance, because they're on different sides of the Atlantic. Uh, we call it the pond sometimes. The pond. The pond. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Because they're on different sides of the pond, most of their romance is over email or text. Mm. And the emails are really sweet um, and, you know, really touching. And I can imagine, like... You know, you know when you're a girl in the early 2000s and you take a quote and you, know you put it. You know what's even worse is Bailey's looking at me. She's not even looking at Dylan. <laughs> but you know when you're a girl in the early 2000s and you really love a quote so much that you cut and paste it and put it in your AIM away message? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what this book is going to be for current day. What do they do now? Put on Snapchat. They tattoo it on their okay. bodies. Yeah, they grow up so fast these days. <laughs> all right, that's all really good. The writing is really strong. I'm just going to give you one one sentence so you can picture it. So imagine that you're a fan of Jane Austen, right? I don't have to imagine. I am a fan of Jane okay, Austen. Okay, great. Do I have to be a young girl as well in this one? Yes. In the oh. 2000s. So the setup is Alex is going to see Henry after polo practice for the first time. Beginning. Okay. Nobody's a young girl in 2000s. So. No, no. Okay. All right. As if on... Oh, sorry. Page 35. <laughs> As if on cue, Henry comes galloping around the bend on the back of a pristine white horse. He is definitely not sweaty or disgusting. He is, instead, bathed dramatically in a sweeping and resplendent sunset, wearing a crisp black jacket and riding pants tucked into tall leather boots, looking every inch an actual fairy tale prince. He unhooks his helmet and takes it off with one gloved hand, and his hair underneath is just attractively tussled enough to look like it's supposed to be that way. I'm going to throw up on you, Alex says as soon as Henry is close enough to hear him. Um, so we've got like the fun trope of like the Austin hero coming in on a horse cut to I'm going to throw up on you like this is so cliche. So it's fun. It's fun. It's modern. It's great. I like it. It sounds the, the premise is pretty killer. It's pretty great. It's, such, it's one of those premises that's so good. You're like, how has this not done, been yeah. done before? How have they not made this? Yeah. And also like sometimes you need like something fun and woke in this world of depressing politics it's like what if instead we had this world yeah what if this was fun yeah exactly just like as a heads up there is a lot of talk of politics in the first part which i found a little boring but as soon as the meet cute happens and they get closer together it gets more exciting just because i i don't care that much about like going for re-election and that kind of stuff yeah but how are you going to get that dad audience speaking of dad audience i just want to be clear for anybody who wants to pick up this book this is a romance novel. It is steamy. I would classify it R-rated, if not NC-17. Okay, it's not gratuitous, but but it's steamy. Okay. Don't let the cover fool you. Don't let the cover <laughs> fool you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to get letters that like my daughter picked up this book and learned a lot of new phrases from this, you know. Yeah. So just to be clear. It, yeah. I think a scan of the Goodreads page would tell you. Yeah. So for me, this is a five star. If you like romance, if you want something escapist and fun, something candy, pick it up. Enjoy it. Five stars. Keeping on the shelf. Probably going to force you guys to read it. It has been optioned by Greg Berlanti, who did Love, Simon, and what is it, the Arrow universe? Yeah, he's famous for doing, like, Supergirl and Arrow and all those DC shows. But now he does awesome movies like Love, Simon. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see who they cast. Uh, But, Toby, do you have any other facts? I do. Um, So the author is Casey McQuiston. Uh, She grew up in southern Louisiana. Um, She has a degree in journalism from Louisiana State. Go Tigers. Wow. Good good recall. Is that true? Is that really their mascot? Yeah, yeah LSU. LSU. The Tigers. Oh, well. Bailey? I don't know. High five on not knowing sports stuff. So, yeah, uh, before she was an author, she worked in magazine publishing. She has a bunch of books here, as uh, quoted as being her favorite books of all time. The Importance of Being Earnest mm-hmm. by Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Why do I know that name? It's uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid writes romance. She just did Daisy Jones and the Six. That's it. Yeah. yeah. she. That, supposed to be really good, right? Yeah. That, they're both supposed to be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Interesting. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite book. Although I think that's kind of like the basic B- of, mm-hmm. uh, of of Harry Potter books. Yeah. Everybody likes that one the best. I like Goblet of Fire. So I was at The Strand in, in New York, and mm-hmm. I was buying the fourth one, and I w- it was telling the guy who was checking me out, like, yeah, I'm rereading the, the, the series. And he's like, oh, which one do you like the best? And I was like, well, you know what? I didn't remember liking the third one so much, but I really enjoyed it. And he gave me the, like, coldest look <gasps> <laughs> and just said... <laughs> I don't like things that are solved with time travel. And I was like, oh. Oh. (laughs) I feel awful. And this is not how this is supposed to go. (laughs) And then I just shoved my book in my bag and held back tears. No, then you picked up your time turner and went back and Uh, and tied it again. And got in a different line. (laughs) Um, So uh, Casey McQuiston um, is openly bisexual um, and often refers to herself as queer. And so this book is semi-based on her own personal experience. Obviously, she is a woman and the main characters are men. Um, But as far as coming out and dealing with um, sexuality, she has said many times that um, those things are kind of pulled partly from her own experience, like how the characters, you know, deal with their sexuality. So uh, McQuiston has said that she came up with the idea for the book uh, after or while following the 2016 American presidential elections. Um, and she was also uh, watching the HBO comedy series Veep. Uh, and she was also reading a Hillary Clinton biography by Carl Bernstein called A Woman in Charge, The Life of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Mm-hmm. And uh, The Royal We by Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan. That's about Kate and Will. Mm, okay. So you can see how, it, you know, she's consuming all these things at the same time. Basically, this book popped out of all that. Nice. Um, so she's also well celebrated um, for kind of releasing a lot of supplementary information about her characters to people through social media. So she did star charts and horoscopes for uh, the two main characters and I think some other characters in the book just mm-hmm. because she has said that she does all this kind of research anyway. Uh, she gets quite fixated on her characters so she wanted to put it out there and want for people to enjoy if they wanted to enjoy it. I like that. I feel like that's the opposite of J.K. Rowling later being like, oh yeah, this, this, this. But she's like, oh no, I made this whole dossier. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine That's is true. like a Taurus rising with a da-da-da-da. 
Yeah. I like it. It's cool. It, it's, it is like, you know, it gives people who are really into the book, like, even more to consume if mm-hmm. you really like it. Love it. Yay. Good so facts. So that's it. Yeah. That's, all, facts, that's all there is to know. Thank you. <laughs> that's <laughs> all there is. That's all there is to know. <laughs> um, all right. Andrew, do you have a game for us? I do. I do. It's called Royalty or Not Royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, so the way this game is going to work is a little different. Bailey and Toby, you are both going to answer for every question. So I'm going to read a list of names, some of which are actual members of the British royal family, some of which I made up. Mm, I have mm. eight of them. You're each going to answer for all, and I will keep a running tally and at the end reveal who wins, just to keep it moving quickly and not... This is a mini-sode. We don't have time to dally. I'm gonna crush I'd, li- you. I'd like to remind everyone I'm married to a British person, <laughs> and I know I could not name you two more than two members of the British royal family right now. I oh. know nothing of this. I got you. All right, let's do this. I'm very all excited. Right. All right, so all you need to say is royal or not royal, okay? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Number one, Princess Alexandra, the Honorable Lady Ogilvy. Not. Not. Toby's just gonna copy me. All right. Toby has to go first from now on. Just alternate. So Toby has to go first this time. Okay, okay. Princess Michael of Kent. Princess Michael? Yes. Royal. Not. All right. Number three. Lady Margarita Armstrong Jones. Royal. Not. All right. James Viscount Severn. Oh, royal. Um, royal. What's the matter, Bailey? I've just figured out that I messed up one, but that's okay. It's fine. Not- I have no idea whether I messed up any or not. <laughs> okay. Number five. Karen Vogel. Um, royal. Not. All right. King Harold V of Norway. Number six. Um, uh, royal. Not. I just want to say that I shouldn't have talked so much smack. <laughs> Number seven. Viscount Alexander, in parentheses, Orly... Lachelles. Not. Royal. And finally, number eight. Zan Windsor, Lord Culloden. Not. Royal. Oh, no. Did Toby win? No. Did we tie? You guys tied. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both got four correct. The trick of the game, they were all real. Whoa. Ha ha. A trick, a trap. And I've (laughs) weaved a web. (laughs) <laughs> I feel ensnared. They were all actual members of the British royal family, including King Harold V of Norway, who oh. is some, something like 70th in line for the, the throne right now. Nice. Cool. My personal favorite of them is Karen Vogel, who is, <laughs> as far as researchers can tell, the last in line for the throne, um, standing something like 4,067th in line for it. <laughs> She's That's just going to awesome. go on a rampage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that has been a mini-sode on Red, Right, and Royal Blue. Join us next week for our regular episode. I will be reviewing Cloud Atlas by David Mitchell, and Andrew is covering Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email the to read list podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at the To Read List Podcast and on Twitter at To Read List Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, rate it five stars. And tell a friend. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, and to Miss Jillian Beth Durge for recording our intro song. See you next week. Happy reading. 
Books, books, books. Scones, scones, scones.